Good morning, I hope you're well. Today the church remembers Ninian, Bishop of Galloway, Apostle of the Picts, who died in 432. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O Lord, our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the world. Your majesty above the heavens is praised, out of the mouths of babes at the breast. You have founded a stronghold against your foes, that you might still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have ordained, what are mortals that you should be mindful of them, mere human beings that you should seek them out? You have made them little lower than the angels, and crowned them with glory and honour. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands, and put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, even the wild beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever moves in the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Governor, how glorious is your name in all the world. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Psalm 119, beginning at the first verse. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. Blessed are those whose way is pure, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, and seek him with their whole heart. Those who do no wickedness, but walk in his ways. You, O Lord, have charged that we should diligently keep your commandments. Oh, that my ways were made so direct. I may keep your statutes. Then should I not be put to shame, because I have regard for all your commandments. I will thank you with an unfeigned heart, when I have learned your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes, O forsake me not utterly. How shall young people cleanse their way, to keep themselves according to your word? With my whole heart have I sought you, and let me not go astray from your commandments. Your words have I hidden within my heart, that I should not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, who teach me your statutes. With my lips have I been telling of all the judgments of your mouth. I have taken greater delight in the way of your testimonies than in all manner of riches. I will meditate on your commandments and contemplate your ways. My delight shall be in your statutes, and I will not forget your word. O do good to your servant that I may live, and so shall I keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see the wonders of your law. I am a stranger upon earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed at all times with fervent longing for your judgments. You have rebuked the arrogant. Cursed are those who stray from your commandments. Turn from me shame and rebuke. For I have kept your testimonies. 
Rulers also sit and speak against me, but your servant meditates on your statutes. For your testimonies are my delight. They are my faithful counsellors. My soul cleaves to the dust. O give me life according to your word. I have acknowledged my ways, and you have answered me. O teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your commandments, and so shall I meditate on your wondrous works. My soul melts away in tears of sorrow. Raise me up according to your word. Take from me the way of falsehood. Be gracious to me through your law. I have chosen the way of truth, and your judgments have I laid before me. I hold fast your testimonies. O Lord, let me not be put to shame. I will run the way of your commandments, when you have set my heart at liberty. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, which was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. Faithful God, let your word be the treasure of our hearts, that we may delight in your truth and walk in the glorious liberty of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Old Testament lesson is written in the first book of Kings, the third chapter beginning at the first verse. Solomon made a marriage alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. He took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he had finished building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. The people were sacrificing at the high places, however, because no house had yet been built for the name of the Lord. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David, only he sacrificed and offered incense at the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the principal high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, I ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, in uprightness of heart towards you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love, and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. Although I am only a little child, I do not know how to come out, to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant therefore an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil. For who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honour, all your life. No other king shall compare with you. If you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your life. Then Solomon awoke. It had been a dream. He came to Jerusalem where he stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. He offered up burnt offerings and offerings of well-being. 
and provided a feast for all his servants. Later, two women who were prostitutes came to the king and stood before him. One woman said, Please, my lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I gave birth while she was in the house. Then on the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth. We were together. There was no one else with us in the house. Only the two of us were in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. She got up in the middle of the night and took my son from beside me while your servant slept. She laid him at her breast and laid her dead son at my breast. When I rose in the morning to nurse my son, I saw that he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning, clearly it was not my, the son I had borne. But the other woman said, No, the living son is mine and the dead son is yours. The first said, No, the dead son is yours and the living son is mine. So they argued before the king. Then the king said, One says, This is my son that is alive and your son is dead. While the other says, Not so, your son is dead and my son is the living one. So the king said, Bring me a sword. They brought a sword before the king. The king said, Divide the living boy in two and give half to one and half to the other. But the woman whose son was alive said to the king, because compassion for her son burned within her, Please, my lord, give her the living boy. Certainly do not kill him. The other said, It shall be neither mine nor yours. Divide it. Then the king responded, Give the first woman the living boy. Do not kill him. She is his mother. Israel heard of the judgment that king, the king had rendered, and they stood in awe of the king because they perceived that the wisdom of God was in him to execute justice. Here ends the Old Testament lesson. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked abandon their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and snow come down from above, and return not again but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread to eat, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me fruitless, but it will accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the task I gave it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. The New Testament lesson is written in the Acts of the Apostles, the 14th chapter, beginning at the 8th verse. In Lystra, there was a man sitting who could not use his feet and had never walked, for he had been crippled from birth. He listened to Paul as he was speaking, and Paul looked at him intently, and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And the man sprang up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in the Lyconian language, The gods have come down to us in human form. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul they called Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates, and the crowds wanted to offer sacrifice. When the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their clothes and rushed out into the crowd, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are mortals just like you, and we bring you good news. 
that you should turn from these worthless things to the living God. You made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In past generations he allowed all the nations to follow their own ways, yet he has not left himself without a witness in doing good, giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, and filling you with food and your hearts with joy. Even with these words they scarcely restrained the crowds from offering sacrifice to them. But Jews came there from Antioch and Iconium, and went over the crowds. Then they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples surrounded him, he got up and went into the city. The next day he went on to Barnabas to Derby. After they proclaimed the good news to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, then on to Iconium and Antioch. There they strengthened the souls of the disciples and encouraged them to continue in the faith, saying, It is through many persecutions that we must enter the kingdom of God. And after they had appointed elders for them in each church, with prayer and fasting, they entrusted them to the Lord in whom they had come to believe. Then they had passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. When they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. From there they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had completed. When they arrived, they called the church together and related all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith for the Gentiles, and they stayed there with the disciples for some time. Here ends the New Testament lesson. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. For I am always with you, you hold me by my right hand, and afterwards receive me with glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. Christ gave him as a light to the nations, that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Christ gave them as a light to the nations, that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. For all the good things we enjoy. Today, Lord, we lift up before you all those who work in social services, that you might resource them with what they need to do their jobs. You may strengthen their spirit as they encounter terrible things. 
Do you lift up before you those who work in the criminal justice system? All those who work in the courts, magistrates, judges, probation workers, prison staff. We ask that you may resource them and comfort and strengthen them in their duties. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Be with your church, Lord, in all places in the world, particularly of places of violence and danger and persecution. We lift up our brothers and sisters. Asking that you may pour out your blessings upon them. We pray for our own church today, Lord, that you may give us guidance and wisdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And be with the sick and the suffering, Lord. Those who live in poverty or under oppression, for all victims and perpetrators of crime. Change hearts, turn people to you, turn them away from sinful behaviour. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give you thanks for those who have gone before us in faith, our loved ones that we see no longer. Particularly for Mark Eastwood, whose funeral will be tomorrow. Almighty and everlasting God, who called your servant Ninian to preach the gospel to the people of northern Britain, raise up in this and every land heralds and evangelists of your kingdom, that your church may make known the immeasurable riches of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.